Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dope down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? y'all i'm here it's your girl d scott and it is tell the truth tuesday march 21st 2017 the time is freaking flying by so i am on week three of recovery going into week four so that is a great thing and so as i have you know a lot of downtime right now i've been you know doing a lot of things with the business but also um looking at things that i take the time to care about and things that I take the time to not give a fuck about. Mm. Drinking some rosé tonight in honor of Rick Ross. Obviously, you guys know Rick Ross and Drake. Dropped albums, of course, Ross is my favorite, but Drake does have some uh, fire-ass tracks, and we'll be listening to one of Ross's later on tonight. But um, so, because it's Tell the Truth Tuesday, it's upon us. My biggest question to people is what exactly are you invested in? And so for me, my biggest investment is time because once it's gone, you can't get it back. You know, it's just like when people talk about, oh, I got to catch up on sleep. It's the biggest fallacy ever because you can never catch up on sleep. Once it's gone, it's gone. Money goes in cycles. Time doesn't. So it got me to thinking about the things that I invest my time in. So I had a situation the other day, another, yet another female blocked me. I don't give a fuck. But this is why. So y'all know that Tyrese be going on these rant, you know, rants. Some of them favor black women and men. Some of them don't. I don't know if he's trying to adopt the Russell Simmons method or the Steve Harvey. I don't know what he's trying to do. He probably should just go somewhere and sit the fuck down. However, So I'm on this girl's page, and this girl had started annoying me a lot with her postings because, you know, if you're going to be a hoe or whatever it is you do, just say that. Don't say that people are slut-shaming you because I did a show on this. What if you really are a slut, though? Then I'm just calling your name. I'm not really shaming you. I'm just saying what I say because that's what I saw. In no way, shape, or form. She's a mother. But she, she, you know, I admire her because she literally lived in a bikini. Now, y'all know I'm so petty. I'm not going to give you her name because I don't give a fuck about her. So, mm. but I have to tell you about what she did. She got confused. So, she has two pages, you know, 
And not that she's anybody, but she's a popular Instagram person. She's definitely a vegan. Body is ridiculous. And the only reason I followed her is because one day on the Explore page, I was going down and I see all this curly blondish hair. And I thought it was a picture of my goddamn self somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is a couple years back. I'm like, oh, my God, where was I? But it wasn't me. Now, if you've seen this girl's body, you'd be like, Denise, you should have known that wasn't you. But anyways, so she had this beautiful body. She was a mom, but she was consistently naked, like, all the time. But, like, not naked, like, whore naked, like, propped open, but just, like, very cute naked, you know, like, on the beach and, and, and naked appropriate places, pools. So she posts this rant about Tyrese because Tyrese went in, and the first thing, as a journalist and a writer, I looked at was what the first sentence said, what prefaced it all was Tyrese said we were sitting at a table, and the conversation was about not shit men. Now, if you're a grown-ass man, okay, and you're sitting at a table and women are talking about not shit men, do you think that he's not going to respond to that? Well, he did. So Tyrese, this is the rant where Tyrese went off about, you know, you guys think men are stupid, take the wigs off, natural. You know, basically he said, we're not dumb. Eventually the fake tits, the fake ass, everything, it gets old. Now this particular girl is completely natural. Everything on her is natural with the exception of her boobs. So a hit dog or holler. I didn't take offense to what Tyrese said because my boobs are real, my lips are real, my ass is real, everything on me is real, my hair is real. With the exception of the color, everything's real. So I'm not upset what Tyrese said, and in fact, I specifically said, Tyrese don't pay none of my motherfucking bills, so I wouldn't give a fuck what the man said. So what she did was she posted it on her page. I didn't remember, to be honest with you, I didn't give a fuck, but anyways, like, you're not that important that I know that this is your backup page, and this is your real page, and this is the page for all women. Look, girl, the pictures all look the same. I don't give a fuck. So... I comment and I tag Tyrese in it. Now, what she didn't know was that I don't personally know Tyrese, but somebody that I've done business with and somebody that I'm very, very cool with is doing work with him right now, like is in the studio with him, posted on his page. Y'all know Chris Classic. I've, you know, had him on the, uh, you know, on my page all over. If you guys aren't following me at miss.d.scott, he's been all over my page. He's been working extensively with Tyrese while he's in Atlanta. Um, with his girlfriend, Rye, and, you know, making things work down there because he is actually the guy that I tell you guys about that most of the kids' cartoons for the, like, the last 10 years, the Transformers, Alvin and the Chipmunks, he actually won a Grammy, or an, it was either a Grammy or an AMA for um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. He's the one that was doing the musical compilations for them, so he's a musician. So he also had, you know, some real good neo soul shit out. So I know that if Chris is working with, Tyrese, he might be an asshole, but he's not like a super gaping asshole. So I'm refraining from saying that I even know this person third party because I don't. And I, I just, I don't care what Tyrese said. What I didn't like was this. This is where she got confused. So I commented and I said, listen, I said, you know, he prefaced everything by saying, because she's defending her tits and she's defending, listen, I don't got to defend myself to anybody. It's just, it's a waste of my time. It's not a good investment. And trust me, I used to be the Facebook Nazi, the person that was every, like, literally, it's exhausting, you know, for somebody like me to have to argue the point. And I actually succumbed to it today. I'm going to talk to about, about that. But it was a good investment because it was an educational tool. This one was not a good investment of my time, but she had to learn real quick. It took me, like, 15 minutes. So she turned and 
tried, I guess she called herself checking me, like, first of all, don't tag him on my page. This is a private page for women. I said, okay, so you just want to throw rocks and then go hide. Now, the thing about me, what people don't understand is that I'm not just for the black man or the black woman or the Latina woman or the Latina man or white black. No, I'm for us having open dialogue and conversations about things that are going to bring the community together, us together as parents, and raise this next generation of children. Shit's getting tough. You know, I don't know who the hell my son's going to marry. I don't know, because y'all ain't raising your daughters properly either. So, and, and there's a whole generational situation going on now. So she called herself checking me, and I said, listen, I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. If I'm going to be bold enough to post somebody's words with literally his name in it so you can see who said it, what you did was you put him in there so that everybody can demonize him, and then he doesn't get a chance to defend himself. Not that he has to, because who the fuck are you? But I didn't say that. But I said, listen, I've learned to argue so well now online, I don't even have to, to cuss. Because it just, you know, I don't need to. I'll just use my other, other words, my other adult words. So... One girl tries to attack me. I was like, I think it's very disrespectful. I said, I really don't care what you think, okay? The bottom line is this. I said, what you all don't understand, and this particular female, she just had another baby. When I say she just had a baby, I'm talking about the baby just came out the puss like two months ago, right? I don't even know how you have time to even open your eyeballs, more or less be on the computer. But okay, so... The girl tells me, well, you shouldn't listen. Don't talk to me. This isn't your page. It's not your battle. I understand what you're saying. I said, but what you don't understand is that this particular female has two daughters. I have a son. So you think you're going to sit at a table and tell my son he's not shit and he doesn't have the right to tell you that you look like a piece of shit or that your weave is falling off? So I said, listen, well, we didn't, you know, you could tell somebody that you don't like them without going in on their looks. I said, well, let me tell you why that's not true for men. See, you attack men and say, oh, he ain't shit. When we talk about an ain't shit man, we talk about you live with your mother, you don't have a car, you don't have a job, um, you got, you know, different kids and you have all this stuff going on. You're a bum. You, you know, you wear your brother's underwear. Like when we start demeaning and demonizing black men, we go for the juggler, things that are going to hurt their ego. Finances. When you talk about anything financial with a black man, that hurts him. When you talk about a, a black man's living situation, that hurts him. So in return, what is he going to do? He's going to attack your ego. What do women hold a, as an investment? Their looks. So it's even. People were even on there saying he was gay, and that's okay to you, that, that they get to call him gay. He can't defend himself, and he really doesn't give a fuck what you think because he's married to this beautiful woman who they're saying is white. We don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Tyrese doesn't pay my bills, and he's also not Jesus. So she goes in, and then she says, well, if you can read, and see, this is the shit that I don't like black women when you do this. You should have checked the clapback facts before you ever even said anything like that to me. Because, and listen, I opened my page up, everything, because I, I want you to study me first. Like, before I go and say anything to anybody, I've already studied you. I know what you're about, and when I attack you, it's going to hurt. So she says, um, yeah, you know, if you knew how to read or something like that. I said, here's the thing. I know how to read, and I also write books. Right. And so this will be my seventh book. So here's what I know. What I know is this. And I just told you, you are no different than what Tyrese is doing by perpetuating this negative stereotype of black men, allowing black women to bash this man on their page to make you feel better about having breast implants. It's all wrong. If you wanted to perpetuate something positive, perhaps maybe you would have talked about it in a different light. 
let him have his opinion. Tyrese, last I checked, don't pay none of your bills. And not only that, he is responding to something they directly said to him. You are not at the table. This is a fact. So, and nobody on this page was in the, uh, at the table. I know who was at the table because I asked my friend. So you weren't one of the people. I know you weren't. But I didn't say that to her. I'm thinking to myself. And she's like, you know, something about being disrespectful and this, this, and this. I said, listen, sweetie, if I was being disrespectful, you would know. I said, you know what? I said, why don't you be blessed, be well, and go take care of your babies? You worried about what Tyrese is doing. Tyrese ain't paying none of your bills. Now, let, let, let's, I mean, if I'm being petty, you know, honestly, truly, you got two different kids, two different babies' dads, okay? And you flaunt your body and everything on, on Instagram. That's fine. It's beautiful. I, I think it's great. Don't fucking talk about other people because this black man came forward and said he prefers a natural woman. He prefers somebody that don't have a bunch of kids to a bunch of dudes. That's what the man said. So that's in direct response. Well, right, you don't know what he said. So she ends up blocking me and deleting me. And, oh, my God, what was me? It hurt me so bad in my soul. I didn't know what to do. (sighs) That was not the case. So I invested, like, 15 minutes into that. Now, I'm going to talk about um, relationships because, you know, I I said it before and I was looking back on Wags Miami and and the different, you know, reality shows that I watch because y'all know I can't even watch anything worth any type of seriousness anymore because I get too wrapped up and then I have all these articles, you know, that are due and things that are going on right now. So as I'm watching all that, the number one thing that Yandy Smith, and Yandy Smith I think is worth something like four or six million or something like that. She was working for Black Enterprise. She does something with them. She has her own business, publishing companies, you know, sounding familiar. But one thing Yandy said that a lot of women don't understand is a man can go and sleep with a million and one motherfucking bitches. But she's the wife. Not wifey, wife. Okay? Doesn't matter whether the man's in prison or not, doesn't matter. What she said was so profound. She said, listen, y'all always asking and worried about money. She said, I secure the bag, I protect the bag, okay? So she's telling you, I'm the one that's getting money, so ain't nothing coming in or out that I don't know about, okay? Mendeecee's got different kids, different babies, moms. They, you know, we never took him to court, whatever, whatever. The one girl is trying to prove her relationship with him. He bought me out. He did this or that. Listen, at the end of the day, this is why I did the show, side chick, main chick, mistress, with the exception of mistress, because y'all know I don't condone that married man shit. You deserve beat stomped on sight. Unless you're married to him, y'all can be together 100 million fucking years. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He could go off, and this is very typical of men, and meet somebody and within three years' time, be married to somebody else, and you done been with him all this time. Okay? It happens. These are things that happen. You didn't secure the bag. You didn't make sure that even if he left, that you had something that you were able to say, well, you know what, this and this happened, but he made sure of this. Now, my number one thing is, you know, if a man's going to do something to protect me or to take care of me, it doesn't have to be so much the immediate. I like flowers. So if you invest a fucking with a bunch of broads over the summer, right, it's not my problem. Whatever. Do what you do. Right? You're not going to do it on my watch. You're not going to do it while we're together and I'm embarrassed. And, no. You just, just be single. And for a lot of men, it's hard to just, a real man just will tell a chick, like, look, I like you and I like her. And I like her because of this, you because of this. I'm not leaving neither one of you. Right? If the girl is smart, she's going to walk away. If she feels like it's a worthy investment for her, she's going to stay. 
but women become competitive against each other. I'm not competing against no female. I'm really not. You can have them. So you can have them to go. Okay? But what happens is then said person, said guy loses his job or goes to jail or got get killed or something like that. Who you invested in? See, if you was fucking with a bunch of broads over the summer, them broads probably can't even come together to get you a fish fry together to make sure that you get buried. Who did you invest in the most? And so those are the investments that you need to make sure are intact before you go decide and you want to go do what the fuck you want to do. Make sure that if something happens to you and you end up in a clinic, who are you going to call? You remember any of these broads' phone numbers? Right? Same thing with females. You know, y'all be sitting up here messing with a bunch of different dudes and your car getting repossessed. We just walked on uh, on Black Ink Chicago. Girl, you on TV. Your goddamn $20 car got repossessed. Houseway. And was literally, she was sleeping with everybody. Y'all couldn't come up with a little collection. If, if you messing with dudes that you can't go to and say, listen, I need a short because this and this and this happened, you're messing with the wrong dude. And I'm not talking about money, like real money. I'm talking about, like, condo is due, you know, Look, I'm like currently right now, it would be great if somebody was like, you know what, I don't know what your financial situation is, but I know you're not working right now. You know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab you some groceries. <laughs> Look, I'm some Suge Knight, Michelle type shit, right? You would be surprised that some of those bossest females, I'm, I'm more indebted to people that did it when they didn't have to, and they did it on their own accord, and they did it because they genuinely did what they wanted to get, not because I strong-armed you into doing it or because I browbeat you to death and made you do this, that, and the third, like, you know, with a piece of joy. I don't give a shit about any of it. I really don't. I care that you genuinely went out your way, you know what I'm saying, to do something for me. Like, I'll never forget the Kendra, I'll never forget either. When I, uh, my boy Q down in Florida, I used to drive a green house before I bought the red one. And then, you know, because I have an obsession with red cars. And um, it was just a little beer. It was something that I had after my divorce. And I remember, like, my son had Cheerios all over the back, everything. You know, my car is off to my office. That's where I live. That's where I spend most of my time, especially in Florida. You're driving, you know, 30, 40 minutes to work, 40 minutes back. So I remember the one day, he said, I'm going to come over. He said, I'm going to take your car. I was like, you can take my car. You know, he's like, no, 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 take it to the car, which whatever. And, of course, down there we got the Mexicans. Dude, when he came back, my shit was completely clean, waxed. I probably wouldn't put no wax on that old ass car. Interior was done. It was detailed. And he put some little hubcaps from Walmart on my car. Okay? And that meant more than me. And this is a man that was working at, like, a call center. He's a, he's, you know, he's a good friend. But that meant so much to me, the fact that you know I'm not going to take 30 to 40 minutes out of my day being a mother to go and get this shit done. And I've always been like that. So I'm spoiled in the sense that, you know what I'm saying, if, if somebody tells me a complaint and you don't offer me a solution, I'm not going to pay any attention to anything you say. If I have to choose between going to the car wash and sleeping in, I'm going to sleep in. You know, oh, you don't go get your hair done. I don't got five hours. This blonde hair that all y'all love, this is five hours. This is my real hair. That's the diet, clip it, blow it, you know, get the, get the color in, get everything out. I don't have five hours. Okay, I want to get in and out. If I go see the Dominicans, you know what I'm saying, oh, they're going to charge me by the length, that's fine. But it's an investment in time that I'm not willing to spend. So sometimes I just do my hair myself, like blow it out. 
in relationships, it, it's the same thing. If you have to take a piece of paper and you write out the pros and cons of your relationship, right, and you have to look at that list and say, what is tangible? What can I literally pick up and physically hold and walk away with? right, if something happens where I'm not angry. Because now I'm at the age where I want to walk away from relationships and not be angry. I want to be like them white people that you see, like, in all these, like, miniseries where, like, they used to be married, but they not, but they still own businesses together and they still able to make moves. You know what I'm saying? You know they don't fuck with each other no more and they've moved on in relationships and everything is cool. Black men, they really not with the shit. Spanish men, definitely not. But I'm just saying, I don't want all that butterflies in the stomach and all that. I, I couldn't care less about any of it. I want to make sure that I'm not walking away from this situation with absolutely nothing. And all you've done is, you know, fuck me and, and, and feed me shrimps. I, I, don't, I really don't have time for that. You understand what I'm saying? I really, it, that it has to be something more than that, you know. And for some people, that's where they're at in life. You know, they're not really into an investment phase. But my problem is, is that, okay, so I'm looking at the friendships I invested in and the relationships I invested in prior to me going to surgery. I would say I've done a pretty good job. You know, everybody that was supposed to show up and, and, and help out and say kind words and take care of me, they did. And I actually had a few surprises. You know, the one girl that, you know, I see in passing every now and again, she wanted to come on my show, um, Shani. You know what I'm saying? I was very appreciative of the fact that she was like, you know, every time I called, they said you're visiting, you know, my visitors was packed, whatever, because my family and everything was there. And, you know, I didn't want to see you discombobulated, so I promised her we'd do lunch. I, that was a minute investment. But it must have been a remarkable enough one for her to say, you know what, I, I really was checking for you, making sure you was good, you cool, you cool with me. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate somebody that does something without having me having to ask because that's how I am. You ain't got to ask me to make certain moves in business. I'm going to make them anyway. Right? You don't have to ask me if we're dating or we're together to make certain moves because I'm going to do them on your behalf. Right? The problem that I have is that if you're investing in the wrong person, they start looking at that and thinking that that's the norm, right, and that that's what you're supposed to be doing. No, the fuck I'm not. And so if you can't find it in your heart to say, you know what, let's go for a steak dinner today. Let's let, you know what, maybe, you know, because my dad was one of those guys that he didn't say sorry you know, he never said I love you. I think he told my mother once when they got married, and he said, I want you to always remember this. And I write about this in the book. He said, because I'm never going to tell you again. And, um, you know, that that's weird for me because I need to hear it. So that, But that was the way him and my mother's relationship was set up. Maybe she didn't need to hear it because she was a stay-at-home mom. He was paying all the bills. And that, in that era, was a symbol of love, you know. Um, for me, um, I probably couldn't let a man have that much control because I would always want to work and be hustling and doing what I do. But it, but I have been a stay-at-home mom, you know, and it didn't work out for me because I wanted my own money. I don't want to have to ask my husband, can I have money for underwear? Or can I, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, I find it very weird. And then, you know, you get on the Internet and you see these women that you know don't fucking work, and then they're like, happy birthday, babe, and it's a car. And it's like, but wait a minute, where'd you get $280,000 to buy this car? Okay, so you, he, the man bought his, his own car. So for me, the investment portion of the relationship has to be something tangible so that when things get bad, I can say to myself, you know what, at least he did this. And then we have to put that on the side of the weight that that's, that's heaviest for staying. 
You know, when you have to make a decision whether to leave a situation, it's always going to come down to investments. You know, if I have a friend and all we do is we laugh and we have a good time and, you know what I'm saying, we we drink and we, you know, this is what we do, that's a good investment for me in that moment. Will it be a long-term investment? Maybe not. Just like an investment, you know, just like any other investment. Sometimes a fling is nothing more than what you needed at the time to get you through or to get you over the situation that's really bothering you or the the long-term investment while it's in a, you know, it's all about investments. You know, when I look at when, when Wells Fargo sends me my information and I look at, I take the more steady investments. I'm not an aggressive investor. You know, I'm somebody that's always been long-term and I'm like that in relationships too. So, if I'm looking at somebody long term, I'm not thinking about what the fuck's going on tomorrow or Thursday. I don't know what we're doing next Friday, but I can tell you what we're going to be doing uh, two years from now on Friday because there's already a schedule. Right now, I'm already planning out stuff that has to happen in 2018 in February. You know, we're coming up on first quarter numbers. I have to pay for that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I have to pay to make sure that those things get logged and that the government is understand. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, this is big girl stuff. So when I'm looking at my relationships, if, if you're starting to cost me more time being upset, more, you know what I'm saying, strife, more worry, more, you know, issues with other females and shit like that, I don't want it. I'm, I'm in a place of peace right now. Like, chaos is great. You know what I'm saying? But... When you look at somebody's situation, you have to look at yourself and be like, does this person really even need to invest in me? Maybe I'm a piece of shit. Sometimes you have to say that and say, you know what, and I've looked at men sometimes and been like, I'm not what you need. I'm just going to tell you right now. You need this type of female over here. It doesn't matter good or bad. I'm not going to be able to do that. You know, I'm not a hand holder. I'm not somebody that I can be a translator, but I'm not a hand holder. You have to be able to come into a room and some kind of, you know, some kind of way hold your own. So an investment for me, as far as my business is concerned, you know, I'm not the type of person that if somebody gives me some seed money, this is what I call it, some seed money. Because when we start talking about investments in businesses, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. You're not doing that, okay? So if you, you give me a little seed money, like, oh, okay, I'll help you out here, there, and, that, and, and, and in between four times a year you need some money for the shows or to do what you need to do, I'm forever indebted. That doesn't mean that you're entitled to a fucking thing. What it means is that if you run into some trouble, right, not that I'm indebted to you like in some old biblical time shit, but like if you run into some trouble or or just look at me like the, the break in the glass fund, that's what seed money does in investments, right? You want to give somebody a rack, two racks, you know, whatever, whatever. That's seed money. That's not real investment money. So I would never say that it's peanuts. I would just say that it's just seed money so that you're hoping it grows into something else. Because that seed money is used just to plant the seed. It, you know, I still have to go online and make sure that these things get done and shipped out and responsible for designs and paying for websites and having them be rebuilt because I have two, been had two. Um, Zero Fox Nation is damn near a year old. It'll be a year old, I think, in June or no, in September. So, you know, you have to look at those things. So if somebody's giving you seed money, then you, you, you set it down and you wait for it to grow. Now, if somebody comes to me and they tell me, like, oh, you know, I have this issue or whatever going on, and, you know, I think about it, you know, be like, you know what, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Because you help me. Make no mistake about it. We're past the down and out stages. 
a man can't come to me right now and just be like, here, I'm trying to get in on the ground up. Now we four years old. Now we, we almost, you know, we almost in, in, we in pre-K right now. We almost in kindergarten. It's, it's too late for you to come in and make it seem like you did so much and you had this huge impact. What you can do is secure your own future by being able to say, you know what, I kind of worked with her to get here. You know what I'm saying? Male or female. I kind of worked with her to get here. I'm the one that was with her when she did this. But it's not just about time. Everybody got to start putting their money where their mouth is. You know what I'm saying? I, everybody, I, it's it's playtime is over. You understand what I'm saying? All that, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and what was me and these bouts with depression and shit like that, all that shit was investments in time that I needed to take and do. Right now, we're not in that mode. Right now, I'm in its first quarter right now of 2017. What's, where's the numbers? You understand what I'm saying? Right now, I'm into anything that doesn't make me happy has to fucking go. And y'all know I have said this for many, many years. I don't care if it's my hair. I told y'all, y'all, don't, y'all may not know this, but I have an undercut. So I have so much hair. My hair is all the way down damn near to my waist that I literally last summer went and said, this is all hot. Cut half my hair off into an undercut, put some designs and shit in it. So that when I wear my hair up in my poofy ponytails, you can see that it's like pretty much shaved bald up underneath. I like it. I think it's great. Hold on, let me sit my rose. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that kind of time to sit in the shower for an hour to comb my hair out because it's wire curly. So the investment was cut half the shit off, cut your your time in half, and it did. And I can deal with this. So I've had an undercut now coming up on a year. So. When we look at wasting time in relationships, you also have to look at the fact that what are you going to walk away with? Are you going to walk away? Okay, so you could get your heart broke, but are you going to be in a better financial position when you leave this relationship than when you came in, right? In most of my cases, well, I have to say it's 50-50. In some of my cases, I walked away with less and I had to rebuild. I rebuilt three times. And then in some of the cases, I did walk away with more. And in those cases, those are the ones I can't hate. Those are the ones that no matter what happened, what they did to me, whatever, it doesn't mean that we're friends. It just means that I have a, a certain level of respect for you because you tried to help me or you put me in a position to be able to help take care of my mom or you put me in a position to be able to take care of my brothers and look out for them, you know, maybe when I was in college when I didn't have it. These are all little things that were minute little investments, that seed money that I talk about, right? I'm not the type of female. I got freaking storage units, closets, all that other stuff full of clothes. I'm not really a clothes person. But if you're telling me that I need to go to the gym, why don't you figure out, okay, what size sneaker you wear? Eight and a half. Okay, cool. Nine, really, technically, because I run so long and so hard that my feet swell. Obviously, it's it's a runner. And I and when I say I'm running, I'm not doing like two, three miles. We're doing five, seven, nine, ten, twelve miles. I can't right now. But I'm just saying, go pick out a pair of sneakers and grab them for me. I'm not into Jordans. I'm not into that. I wouldn't care if they was, you know, from the Nike outlet. Go grab something. You know what I was out and about? I thought about you. I got this for you. You know, because for a year and a half, I couldn't wear my regular clothes. So I, like, lived in leggings for a year and a half because an investment for me is I have all these beautiful clothes. I have hundreds of dollars, and that's a dry cleaner bill for probably thousands of dollars worth of clothes that are still in the dry cleaner that I couldn't fit. Tailored pants from Banana Republic, you know, J. Crew, you know what I'm saying, Brooks Brothers, all that. So beautiful wool sweaters, I couldn't fit any of it. So 
My investment now is obviously to make sure that I'm in a place of peace. I'm on the road to recovery. I'm feeling great. We're on week three. We're going into week four. I go to my checkup appointment in two weeks, and then hopefully, you know, I'll be cleared of everything. And, um, again, but um, these are things that I now have to invest in. Those are appointments that I have to make. It used to be that I would be like, "Uh," you know, and, and just not worry about it. But when they tell you health is wealth. So, for me, any person that you're dealing with, you're going to have to sit down and deal with that at some point, like it's a business arrangement. And you're going to have to say, these are the things that I'm willing to give you. You know what I'm saying? If this is what you need, what is it that you need from me? And these are honest conversations. It's no different than you sitting down with your with your financial advisor. Okay, what do you want? I want to be like this by I'm this age, right? So I don't, I don't do ultimatums because that's the quickest way to get a black man to run. So basically you got to sit down and you got to tell him, like, listen, this is what I need from you. If I don't get these things, I'm not going to be comfortable in this relationship, which means I'm probably going to leave, right, and and not so much find somebody because you guys got to stop saying, like, I'll find somebody better than you. No, they're supposed to find you, sweetheart. You're a female, right? You shouldn't be out hunting men. That's what men do. They're supposed to hunt you. But, and it's not about playing hard to get. It's about we've invested this amount of time or, you know, we just met or whatever's going on, what are you, these are like, you know, later on in relationship conversations, what are you willing to sacrifice and what are you willing to give me? doesn't have to be financial. In order for me to be happy based upon this list of things that I just told you I needed from you, if they're not willing to budge, that ain't your people. That's not somebody you should invest any more time in. If they're willing to say, okay, these are things that I can do for you, these are tangible things that I can do for you because I know that sometimes I'm a motherfucker or I know that sometimes I work late or whatever, whatever. These are things I'm willing to do for you. And that's why there used to be a joke that white women always end up in these amazing relationships because they communicate better than black women do. They will sit down with Frank or John and be like, listen, you know, this is what I need from you. But they secure the bag. Oh, yes, honey. Those women make no mistake about it. When they walk around their house with their kids and they little boppy and everything else, they secure in the bag. They're making sure that everything is done because they're basing it on what he needs. So he's like, I have no problem investing all the time, going out, making all the money, and working to bring home the bacon for the family because you're the apple of my eye. You're my wife. This is my child, whatever. But I need you to do these things. And if you don't do these things, it's going to make it harder for me to go to work and do what I need to do. So me, I'm kind words. All you got to do is be nice to me, really. Show me some respect. Be humble, you know, when you need to be. I don't really necessarily need to hear the words, I'm sorry, but I definitely need to see them. And it doesn't have to be anything great. It just could be, you know what, I was thinking about you, and I just, you know, and and, and what I always tell people is people never understand how hard you're riding for them until you park. So when somebody tells you, you don't do nothing for me and this, this, and this, and I can go find this, this, and this, give them the honor of saying you right because you're going to have a hell of a way to go. And to this date, I've never been proved wrong, right? If you invest proper, properly, that investment, that stock is going to turn around. So, yeah, it might plummet, but if it still has the same investments, you know, investors, eventually that stock will, will steady out and come right back. You have to look at relationships that way, too. You can't be afraid to lose a relationship if you think that long-term you know, it might be better if you let that stock plummet and then just, just get something else, you know, or just focus on yourself or focus on this. And then later on, maybe you, you, you have an opportunity, but then this way it doesn't breed hate. 
You know, I can't hate anybody that put money in my pocket. I can't. I can't hate anybody that fed me maybe if I didn't have it. I don't care what you did. I can't hate anybody that put me in a better position as a woman because they took care of certain things behind my back that I didn't even know they was taken care of. You know, I can't hate on a person that, you know, I never have to question their love or loyalty for me. And for me, that's a big thing because after I left, you know, when I was very young, I was in this relationship and it was very volatile. And I remember thinking like, oh, my God, this is the worst. And then I get with the next guy, total whirlwind, everything is great. But I remember thinking about the first guy thinking, you know, it's so weird. This guy that I was with currently is so guarded with his feelings that he's going to end up losing me because I need to hear something. You know, I, I need you to tell me something. Yes, I get the diamonds. I get I get all that. But I need to hear something, right? I don't need a title. I just I need to hear something. Whereas the first one, that would be the first thing out of his mouth. You know I love you. He didn't care. He was screaming to the top of the moon. I never questioned whether he loved me or not. And I think that if, and it was it was young and innocent at the time, and I think that I've always carried that with me, that the men that I deal with, I've never had to question their emotions or their feelings toward me, right? If I have to question it, then it's probably not a proper investment, and I'm going to just go ahead and let that stock plummet, and then we'll have to try to revisit it maybe another time. Most people don't get another time with me. You won't see me. Where are you going to see me at? I'll be in the house or I'm on the road. So in closing, you know, like I said, make sure as a man, if you are here fucking a bunch of chicks, that you've at least invested in all three or four of them little chicken nugget bras that they can pull together and hold a fish fry for you should your ass get capped or go to prison or, you know what I'm saying, license gets suspended. Invest in somebody that's going to be able to hold you down, right? Because, I, and, and I tell women this all the time too, you don't need to slut yourself out. You don't need to sleep with four or five different dudes to get all these little things done. So you got one dude paying a phone bill, one dude doing this, one dude doing that. If you were just focused on one guy and genuinely, like, for no reason, liked him and were trying to build with him, he's going to do all those things anyway, you know, or at least he's going to try. You know what I'm saying? So you spreading yourself thin, those are not good investments, right, unless you're spreading yourself thin with a neurosurgeon, a plastic surgeon, as a man. Right, because women are doctors. Y'all be spreading yourself thin with chicken nugget females that can't even do nothing for you. You understand what I'm saying? Or or long term, you know you don't see yourself with. So if you have to say these things like, I don't see myself with this person long term, that, let the investment plummet. Let it go. Maybe you don't revisit it. And as you get older, those are levels of maturity that you start to go through and just be like, I'm not even going to entertain this by you know what I mean? And you get to the point when it's, hey, stranger season. That somebody's like, hey, stranger, this number ain't saved. Uh, not responding to that shit. You understand what I'm saying? That's where you have to get. And you have to be so um, steadfast in your investments that you say, there's nothing that's going to shake this investment because in the end it's going to yield me more than what it is right now. And I believe in this stock. I believe in this investment. But the number one thing, like I said before, that you cannot get back is time. So you should never be in a situation where you feel like you wasted time. So in closing, we're going to end with one of my favorites off the new Rick Ross album. It's called Apple of My Eye. That one, and I think she liked me. Those are probably two of my favorites. But obviously, Apple with my ex. Y'all know I love me some Raphael Sadiq. And tune in next Tuesday. Ain't no telling what I'm going to talk about. Probably play some of that new Drake. <laughs> Just being somebody that the neighborhood respected. And my mama cooked.
be proud of was the apple of my eye. That's all I ever wanted. Being something, man. So at that point, what else could you ask for? Tears running down the nigga face. In a room full of failures, I feel out of place. Still sleeping on the floor when you deserve better. Got you reeking through the cold even in warm weather. I told Meek I wouldn't trust Nikki. Instead of beefing with your dog, you just give him some distance. We all make mistakes, I stop be too pacific. But like I'd rather be a killer than be a statistic. I never fold, no, I never ran. On my soul, I roll like an avalanche. I thank the Lord, I got some great friends. That's why every bottle I open, I say amen. Just had a seizure at the Super Bowl. Woke up in the third quarter looking for the smoke. If it's more than a quarter million, I count it twice. Poochie broke my heart, shit, I call it life. And never will I call it right. Not perfect, but I'm the one you would call it night. Traveling the world, I'm just repping my city. But rarely do I hear that this nigga done did it But niggas in fatigues will keep you intrigued Cause the loss of life's the only thing niggas believe So I pray you listen carefully And I become another motherfucking casualty Always speak and say I just never ever walk on by You even stop and put one in the sky out of place, uncle on the couch, mama running out of space, lights off so you never tend to speak much, go your separate ways every time the lease up, a fat ugly nigga thought I'd never be nothing, another tree stump, happy with his free lunch, ducking pigeons on my eagle on a sunny day, flap my wings once a week, pray I glide safe, I want fried chicken at my funeral, Rolls Royce's dope boys, sway interviews, everybody dying for the same things. Cop killer nigga, don't nobody gang bang. I'm happy Donald Trump became the president because we gotta destroy before we elevate. Real shit, look at me inside the White House with a pocket full of weed inside the White House. Dead presidents tattooed on a nigga chest. U.S. Treasury addressing me, mad at my address. On the biggest residential pool in the U.S. Drake and Kanye can invite every bitch they ever met. Finger fucking bitches in the holy water. Then I go and tell what happened to my only daughter. So a daddy told it to her first hand. Never perfect, but it's not just about them purses. Always speak and say hi. I'm just never ever walking by. Never ever walk You even Never teach me all the things I got from you. I find myself in a wrong lane, and I ended up in pain. Pain.